0: Your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions
1: apply. Hey everybody, it's John Pollock and Wei Ting. And this is our sneak peek at our recently released Patreon Special bonus show reviewing the Andre the Giant documentary on HBO. And we had a very special guest on the show. You may recognize him from the actual documentary, he was a field producer on the piece has written many books on the history of pro wrestling, Pat Laprod. So we wanted to give you uh, a preview of the interview with Pat. The entire interview can be heard if you go to postwrestlingcafe.com, sign up, and you can download the entire review with our thoughts on the review and then the complete interview with one Pat Laprod. So Wei and I have just gone through the Andre the Giant documentary that I am assuming many of you, if not all of you, have heard from. And now it's time to chat with one of the the talking heads, as they will call them in the industry. A field producer made it into the credits, a huge part of this documentary behind the scenes. He is our good friend, Pat LaProd, who is joining us. And Pat, you've really made it now. It's a pleasure that you'll still come and chat with the little people.
2: Yeah, uh, I try my best to remember where I come from.
1: (laughs) Still true to your Canadian roots. Uh, I want to dive right into things because uh, tell us, first of all, kind of how this whole ball got rolling about uh, coming in to work on the documentary and kind of how you ascended up the ladder and became, you know, a very big part of this, which I I thought this documentary greatly benefited from having a historian such as yourself be a part of it
2: funny because you were kind of uh, involved in this actually because you're the uh, after it was announced that uh, that uh, the documentary would be uh, uh, would be made um, you contacted me if you remember and told me that um, that you know they should interview me and that um, you spoke to someone you knew who was who knew someone on the production team or something like that, and I was like, hey, you know, it's HBO, it's WWE, you know, my name is probably not even on their radar, you know, so I wasn't expecting at all uh, anything. And um, the phone uh, the phone rang one day, and it was uh, one of the uh, one of the members of the uh, production crew uh, asking me to. Uh, be involved uh, with the documentary because my name was mentioned to them uh, a couple of times. Uh, little than I know is that the director, Jason Ayer, uh, was good friends with Ariel Elwani. Uh, and um, although we never met, Ariel and I, uh, you know, we know of each other, obviously, you know, through through social media and everything. And he has suggested me to Jason. Uh, as well as uh, Ben Brown who's one of the uh well, well probably the main uh archivist, uh, archivist, uh, how do you pronounce that word? Mm-hmm. Um the the guy who takes care of the archives at WWE. So so um so they they contacted me at first they wanted me to uh to translate uh and, and made some f- and make some phone calls and friends. And arrange, you know, a few things uh, with the family because, you know, because they don't speak French and the family doesn't don't speak English. You know, it was easier for them to go through me. And I simply proposed that I could uh, actually do more than than that. I could be, you know, more involved and uh, have a, a bigger part in uh, in the uh, production. Uh, and um, I ended up being like a, a historical consultant, and the. Finally brought me to friends with them to interview the family uh We really had a blast over there. It was such an amazing trip. I learned so much from uh you know about andre um uh, there you know because I never spoken to uh to the family before except for for one of his nephews uh who lives in montreal so uh, so yeah and and during my my trip over there um uh, Jason told me that it would be uh uh, at first it was supposed to be a associate producer then it, it I got I got upgraded to field producer and uh, I was very pleased with that you know I, we did work hard on the documentary Dem. Way more than 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 I did, obviously. Uh, but still, you know, uh, I was uh, after that. I was involved with a little of translation, and and you know, uh, trying to uh, find some other stuff about Andre in France, Andre in Montreal, and everything. So uh, it, it was a re- re- very very rewarding to see the uh, the. Uh, uh, the, the The finished product uh, at the end of march uh, when when I went to the uh, premiere in l a it was very very rewarding and and very proud of of being part of that documentary
1: Can you tell us a bit about the trip over to France? It sounds like you guys uncovered so much while you were over there, and especially finding the family was that was that problematic trying to just locate the family?
2: Well, like I said, one of his uh, one of Andre's nephew, Boris, lives in Montreal, like ten minutes from my home. So I, I knew of him. Uh, I've met him at one of my uh, book launches in in Montreal. Uh, we had exchanged contacts uh, back uh, in in 2015. So I contacted him and see you know what was possible to do with his uh, his dad, uh, with uh, with Antoine, who was shown in the documentary with his wife, Hortense. And uh, also, you know, uh, his uncle or aunt, um, and and, uh, and and Antoine, little than I know Antoine had never given any interviews about his brother uh, ever. So so Boris contacted him, uh, and and Antoine was uh, was more than pleased to uh, to be part of it. Uh, so that one was, you know, Antoine was was settled pretty easily. Um, from what we had heard. Uh, Jacques, uh, the other brother Jacques, um, wasn't too keen to being part of the documentary, had been part of the A&E thing, uh, uh, you know, what, 10 years ago, And, uh, and from what we were told, uh, but we, we were not able to speak to him directly he, he maybe didn't want to be part of it so so um what we did at one point we went to a small village uh, just next to the one that Andre grew up in uh just to see if we could find any any people you who know, still remember Andre you know we went from bar to bar just to see if someone remember him and in one of the bars um uh, the, uh, the, the, the 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 French uh, guy who was with us during the trip uh, was told that one of his brothers was there just ten minutes ago, and I was like, "Wow, okay." And he, uh, and he was told that you know he, he, that brother lived there, you know, at La Forte Choujoire. So so I was like, "Okay," so I went online. Uh, and I, you know, I told myself there, there are probably not many Rusimovs in in that small village, right? So find him on, uh, on, on uh, online. Find his address. We knock on his door, and his wife answered us, and she goes, "Oh well, it took you time. It took you time to find us." <laughs> <laughs> so, so we 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 got there, and you know, um, you know, I spoke to him, and. Uh, tried to convince him of, of, you know, to be part of the documentary. And maybe 15, 20 minutes later, he was, he was on board. Not only that, he had a bunch of pictures that we could actually uh, scan and, and and look through. And also, he was the only one who had a key to the family house uh, where Andre grew up, where all the brothers and sisters grew up. Uh, so that's, you know, that's how we're able to. We we already had shoot uh images you know from the outside of the house because we we know where it was uh but now we could go in the house which was just you know adding to the whole thing and um and yeah so i mean i mean both brothers were you know uh very good on on interviews and and uh uh, from what i remember from what jason told me it it changed uh, the way he was going to tell the story you know after after you know those two interviews he knew how you know he would he would tell the story of, uh, of of andre so you know those those two brothers were really uh important you know for the making of of the of the film
0: what was uh production like uh behind the scenes working with an entity like hbo pad especially during your interview how many people were involved in the crew and what was that interview process like how much time did they devote to somebody like you
2: um actually you have to understand it's not hbo per se it's it's a it's a, a production crew that hbo hired so so uh, i think it's j jmh films which is jason jason here's company uh, so so cuz i never dealt with the hbo people uh, I've never met anybody from HBO you know, you know, before going to the uh, premiere uh, at the end of March. Uh, so I was always dealing with Jason and his crew, uh, and uh, he actually kept me for last. Uh, on the last day I was in France, uh, we sat down for, I don't know, maybe an hour, an hour and a half, and uh, he, he kind of used me to fill up the blanks. Uh, as historian, you know which which I could do, you know, because I could talk about many different stuff that made sense uh, for me to 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 talk about uh, as as an historian. Um, so so that's pretty much, you know, we, we 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 talk about early days in France, how he got involved in the wrestling, uh, early days in North America, Montreal, how did his uh, seven foot four uh, and and uh, coming you know coming from the French Alps uh came about um the 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 the, the giant name and, and all that stuff you know so um so that was done on the very last day that we were actually uh we were actually friends
0: when you actually got to see a screen or a copy of the documentary were there any appearances that that surprised or stood out to you
2: um I, I cannot say that anyone surprised me really I was maybe a little surprised of how much hogan had um had time about his career in the documentary <laughs> and that's one of the critiques uh, I've i've read online uh, my first reaction to that was maybe the same as was like eh, you know it's it's a lot of time on hogan that maybe you could spend on uh on, on some other stuff you didn't cover for andre but at the same time at the end of it i I realized that the documentary was really I had to remember... to re to, I had to, to uh uh you know when I was saying that the documentary wasn't done for the wrestling fan especially, but for any uh, any any person out there, that's what I had to remember uh and and that's why the organ tees make sense because for someone since, since the climax of, of Andre's career was built for Wrestle, you know, all the way to WrestleMania 3, for someone who didn't really follow wrestling back in the 80s Maybe he doesn't know really all Colgan. You know, you know the name, uh, but maybe he doesn't know about about you know how he came up in the business and all that. And to be able to to, to fully understand why WrestleMania three was so important, you need to understand who All Colgan was and how he got there. So so when 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 I I, I sat down and just thought about all the process of and, and the. That goal that Jason wanted to to accomplish with the documentary, it all made sense. The 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 the, the Ogan piece uh, made totally sense, uh, and and it's interesting. It's not that it's not it's not that it's a boring piece. It's just that it's not as much on Andre as it is, you know, on Ogan. But you needed that, and just to see the Rocky III uh, clip on there was 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 very cool uh, to see Ogan. Uh, you know, as a as a young uh, Sterling Golden with his uh, <laughs> with, with you know with his look at the time and everything, that's just you know that's just great. You know, and they they add they add you know all the WWE archives uh, to their discretion. So why not using you know what they had to 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 showcase Hogan even more? And I thought Hogan was great in the movie. He, to me, it was the MVP. Uh, M M and Vince. Uh, they were both funny. They were both touching. Um, you know, the, the, the only times I had some, some wet eyes, you know, watching the documentary was when Hogan was almost crying, when Vince got, you know, wet eyes and red eyes as well. And when Tim White said, you know, there's no crying in wrestling. So, 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 you know, it's, it, it, you, Hogan was an important piece of, of the documentary and, and, and I fully understand all the decision taken about, you know, um, the, the space he actually took on, on the 86-minute uh, documentary.
0: So that was Pat, or at least a sneak preview of Pat. There's, uh, what, 20 more minutes of that interview to go?
1: Yeah, we went into so, a lot more about um, other a- elements of the documentary and, as well, um, kind of stuff that was left uh, out of the documentary as well. So lots of stuff to hear from Pat. Uh, you can go up to postwrestlingcafe.com, sign up now, and you can get that review. Of the Andre Doc as well as our entire Patreon archive way. The cafe is just loaded with <laughs> with with drinks from months ago that are still tasty and warm. Yeah. Delicious. All right. That's it. Postwrestlingcafe.com.